0: Inspire Radio, bringing the feel-good feeling to every day. A warm welcome to the Inspire Radio podcast. The Inspire Radio podcast is an opportunity to listen again to one of the thought-provoking and inspirational interviews brought to you by the team here at Inspire Radio inspire radio is online 24 hours a day seven days a week with inspirational guests from around the world feel good music the quiet zone inspire smooth the meditation hour as well inspire radio is your truly feel good radio station sit back and enjoy the podcast from the team at inspire radio with inspirational guests from across the world
1: This is Inspire Radio.
0: Radio. Time now for your business journey with Isabelle your business journey is sponsored by digital works bringing brands to life online a creative digital marketing agency working with brands in the uk and ireland specializing in social media content marketing and online brand design and development for more information about digital works check out their website digitalworksagency.com
2: this is Inspire Radio, and you're listening to Your Business Journey with me, your host, Isabella Venner, your mindset and marketing coach. And today, I have a lovely speaker with me today. I have Kirsty Layton, who is the founder of Milk and Honey, a PR agency. How are you doing, Kirstie? Thanks for coming to speak to us. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Brilliant. So I, I came across Milk and Honey a while ago when I myself was looking at um, PR agencies, and I absolutely loved the, the sound of the business. But to hear it from you as the founder, what is Milk and Honey? Oh, thank
1: you. So, um, Milk and Honey is still a relatively new agency. We're four years old now. We were four in January of this year. I set it up on my own, and we've grown to a team of thirty now, incredibly, wow. which is which is really exciting. The vast majority of the team are, are here in the UK, but we also have other members in, um, we've got another team in Sydney, in Australia. And then thanks to Brexit and COVID and other such fun things, we've also got members of the team in Paris, in Toronto and in New
2: York right now as well. Oh my gosh. And do you see that as, is it expanding? Is is it gonna be a global talent pool that you're gonna be dipping Uh, into the future? Who knows, who knows? I think uh,
1: we've very much got aspirations to extend into North America this year um, and then potentially, and then potentially look at the Middle East following on from that. Because what we deliver is that we're we're a PR agency that um, that does kind of, that nurtures reputation. So we're a kind of a reputation first agency. Um, and so we work with ambitious growth companies, that is not at all sector specific. So everything from baby monitors through to banks. Um, and we we work to, to kind of magnify their brand, to help people understand what they're delivering. Mm. We work as well across multiple stakeholders. So it's consumers, it's businesses, it's regulators, investors, um, as well as kind of partners wow. and beyond. When I set the business up, I wanted to create a slightly different type of agency. My background is 25 years working in some phenomenal, all the good and the great of the large agencies that that kind of exist around the world. Um, and I've learned an awful lot from it and worked on some phenomenal clients. Mm. But during that time, there were always a couple of little things where you think, I understand what you're trying to achieve here, mm. but maybe there's some unintended consequences. So I loved the idea of setting up my own agency. So I did that four years ago and I wanted it to be a little bit different. I didn't want to sell time. I wanted to be able to um, to kind of agree up from what success looked like and deliver on it. I didn't want anybody working on more than five clients so that people have got a good day every week to properly get their head into client work um, for for each specific client. Mm -hmm. And I wanted as well to make sure that everybody would co-own the business um, so that they felt that it was theirs and they felt their voice would be heard irrespective of what level they were. So after two years, everyone becomes co-owners. So I set it up as an LLP. And then within a couple of years, um, then we kind of transferred into becoming a B Corp accredited organization, which is something, again, that we're very proud of.
2: Oh, my gosh. So for you, it's very important to you know, your, your business is all about reputation on the outside with your clients. But it sounds as though you're also quite aware of your own internal reputation and the well-being and, and mindset and so on of your staff. Is that right? very much so I mean
1: as a as a working parent I've uh I've I've I mean my my boys are quite quite grown up now they're sick well they think they're quite grown up they're 16 <laughs> um, and so for me I've always I've always had to kind of you know balance being at work running a company running a team and kind of keeping things happening at, at home and I just thought actually it would be so much easier mm. if you didn't have to make choices and I think as a you know as a, a collection of, of business owners, now we're all getting far better at making sure that we're creating more of a balanced work experience Absolutely. for for the teams that we're working with, and obviously the situation that we found ourselves in with COVID over the last year has has inco- has necessitated us all to work from home and so and to be more balanced around things. But I, when I set up the company. Um, I really wanted to make sure that people could work as flexibly as they wanted to from the get-go. And so we've had unlimited holiday from the get-go. Wow. We've had a fully flexible um, work patterns, again, from the get-go. I've also tried to make sure that we're able to, um, to really ensure that we're creating a diverse, to enable us to really be good mm-hmm. consultants. We need to be able to see the world from a number of different perspectives. And so to do that I really wanted to make sure that we had a very diverse pool of people coming in that's not just from a from a gender perspective or from an educational background perspective or even from a um, from a kind of a, a, a race and religion perspective but also but also um, from a cultural perspective people coming in with different views on the world from a religious perspective, from an age perspective yeah. um, and that has really enabled us to I hope, to create a really kind of fun, dynamic workplace where we're, where we're not all agreeing with one another. But mm-hmm. because of that, we try, to see, we try to see the campaigns that we're putting together for our clients from as many different perspectives as possible, That's which, of course, great. is the audience that we're going out and talking to. So That's I hope great. that that works out.
2: And it sounds as though you're you're very forward thinking in the way you know you manage your teams. Um, I know a lot of businesses who have been forced to go online. Um, some people have tr- have struggled more. You know, managing their managing their staff. Um, what tips would you give them? For example, you know, you talked about giving. Um, you said you've got no holiday, no holiday set days in place, which just sounds incredible. How do you balance out looking after your staff, giving them autonomy? and making sure that they deliver results. What would you say to businesses that are trying to find new solutions, new ways of working with their staff? How do they manage that? Well,
1: hire, hire intelligent people in the first instance um, and, then, and then get out of their way. You know, one of the things that we try to do here at Milk and Honey is we try, we try to encourage people to lead from behind. And what I mean by that is we hire predominantly on values. So, and our values are around energy, bravery it's also around passion collaboration and respect and that's important to me because I want people to be able to work together because we're better together we're always better together irrespective of what type of, of job you're doing if you get other people's input of course it's going to be a more rounded result that you're going to get out of it If you're hiring intelligent people in the first instance, then you're bringing them in because of who they are and because of their views and their skills. So then don't take that out of it. Then give them the permission to be able to to continue to grow on their journey. Don't try and get everybody to be the same because that's, you know, that's not going to give a, a rounded result. And then one of the things that I just mentioned before was this idea of leading from behind that way around. You can see what everybody's doing. You can encourage them to be brave. You've got their back should they should you should you need to. Um, but you can keep moving everyone forward in a, in a kind of a, an encouraging manner rather than um, which just which I, th- I hope
2: makes everyone feel really supported. I mean, it's, it sounds wonderful, and I think more businesses should should embrace that. And I think um, you know, COVID and the way the world is is forcing businesses to adapt. But um, I think the fact that you're living and breathing it, and your team has grown so much, especially over the last year, is is testament to um, your culture, which is really really lovely. Um, thinking about your your clients, you talked about you know reputation being really important. Has has that changed over the last year or so? What businesses how businesses need to be perceived in the world has that changed at all i
1: don't think it has changed fundamentally i think fundamentally an organisation needs to be needs to be trustworthy mm-hmm. they need to be they need to kind of come down to the core of who they are what their purpose is what their modus operandi is why they exist and to commune and to remember that to share it amongst their teams to ensure that that kind of value centric Understanding and appreciation is is lived internally and then extended out externally. Um, I do think that, um, especially now that we're a, that we're all kind of re- removed, so we can we can shop from anywhere. You know, it's not just on the local high street. So because of that, I think customers have so much more. Tr- have so much more choice available to them. Mm. Actually, having that more kind of brand centric appreciation and understanding and allegiance, it be- has perhaps yeah. become more important. Mm. Um, but it should have always been the case.
2: Yes. Yeah. 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 I, I think you're absolutely right. I think you know now because it's almost as though the digital world has allowed big and small businesses to compete, and it's not just about the size or the money or who they know. It is about the shared values and the purpose, as you said. And I think it's really lovely that people can choose who to buy from they can also choose who to work for um, and it's it's it, and and maybe you know I've been reading um a, a book and it was all about um the entrepreneur revolution it's called and saying how you know it's the rise of the of the small global business and I think that's so exciting it means that you know people who have such passion and ideas it's not going to depend on their budgets or you know or, or their resources they they can just pop online and and yeah act like a global player which is awesome i want to find out how did you come up with the name milk and honey
1: <laughs> well um i certainly did not want to have anything that had anything to do with my name i do yeah. not want to sell me i want i wanted to create i wanted to create an agency in my kind of ideal, idealistic view i wanted to create an agency where um creativity was prized where clients would come f- would come first, where people had time to think. They weren't kind of running ragged. Mm. I wanted, I wanted to kind of create a, an, an environment where everybody would be heard um, and everyone can can share in the spoils and own the company. And so it was kind of like this Nirvana land of milk and honey. I thought, oh, there we go. Nice. That, that captures it quite nicely. That's brilliant. And you've got the hive as well. I like how you've carried on the theme. What's the I, hive? I love a pun. I, <laughs> I love a pun. So, yes, um, I, when I was setting up the agency, actually, I remember I was talking to one of my uh, one of my girlfriends and she said, oh, so so who, what are you going to call yourself then? I said, oh, I don't know. Munching director, managing partner sounds better. That sounds more yeah. inclusive. And then she said, what about Queen Bee? And I was like, oh, ho, 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 that's funny. <laughs> and then it kind of stuck with me. I thought, oh, I quite like that. <laughs> so um so yeah we've all got we've all got different bee names which is quite funny and then we have a, a storytelling methodology which we call cream because obviously that works with milk and honey we have a we have a um a uh we have a measurement and evaluation methodology that we use called swarm so yeah we, we got a bit carried we got a bit carried
2: away <laughs> but, oh. love a good pun absolutely and growing your business it's grown in you know you've had agency experience in the past you've worked with lots of different um size agencies different types of clients and then setting up your own business what have been the biggest challenges uh, in your journey so far
1: The biggest challenge for me personally in the first instance was actually being brave enough to set something up. Both of my parents ran their own businesses Mm -hmm. um, and they were supremely intelligent, supremely diligent, worked incredibly hard. Mm -hmm. And every year we moved to a slightly smaller (laughs) house because neither of them, neither of them had an ounce of commerciality between them. Um, and so I kind of watched that and thought, actually, you know, what? I don't want that. I really don't want that. I want to I want to I want to be able to grow my career. I want to be able to do do well, feel pride in what in, what I'm able to deliver, feel that I'm, I'm adding a valuable contribution. And, and I would I'd like that within the safety of um, being paid and uh, and, you know, having having that safety developed for me. That said, I then was incredibly fortunate that I was able to open up countries and open up divisions for, um, for a lot of the agencies that I work with. And that really helped me understand that, actually, you know what, maybe I can do this. I've been, do- I've been doing this for years and years and years. I've been running P&Ls for years and years and years. So actually, um, so actually, it got to a stage where I thought, actually, you know what, maybe I can do this. Um, so I thought, okay, well, What's the worst that can happen? It doesn't work out. I can, I can go back, I can go back to another agency. But I I'd, I'd kind of spent 25 years working in some phenomenal, phenomenal agencies with some super smart people and some incredible clients. And on the back of that, I took some of those learnings and thought, oh, okay. So for example, there was one agency that I worked in where people were line managed by the level immediately above that. And whilst that makes lots of sense on paper, in reality, in reality they weren't able to there wasn't enough distance to be able to to really give guidance from a professional yeah. development perspective and then so then there were some kind of un, unexpected consequences that would come in so for example then people would maybe be a little less liberal with sharing information yeah. because they didn't want to threaten their own position and then i was in another agency where where um there was a number of different PLs that that were operating yeah. which again kind of created some unnecessary tension internally so when i set it up i've kind of been through all of all of those different elements mm. and thought actually you know what what is it that i want to achieve what do what is central to me and for me the central element was culture i wanted to work in an environment with people that i enjoyed being around with mm. clients that appreciated and enjoyed and you know, had stimulating briefs and um, t- can do some valuable work together. I-, I wanted to be able to turn anybody down where I didn't think it worked out. And I'm delighted to say, it's a bit of a weird thing to say, but I'm delighted <laughs> to say that I've sacked five clients
2: over, over the years for just not being very nice to my team. I think, I think that's to be honest. I don't think enough bosses do that. I think people. I mean, it's easier said than done, isn't it? But once you're in the business, you get. You, it's very easy to get worried about the numbers and paying and, and wanting to look after your staff financially. But it sounds so lovely that you noticed a gap in your in the places that you worked. You learned a hell of a lot from them, but you noticed a bit of a gap, and you said, actually could i do this and you, and you didn't do it for ego sake you didn't necessarily do it for money sake although i'm sure there's been a lot of you know personal pride that you've got from it and hopefully money um but it's lovely that it started off from curiosity and then from an idea of you know how how can i build this this feeling almost you've had a bit, a bit of a central yeah, feeling it, it was less about
1: it's it's absolutely that it was less about me thinking okay i want to build a business and more about i love my job yeah how do i create the environment that that I can continue to learn from that I just really enjoy everything yeah, yeah. I enjoy being around doing work that gives me pleasure that I can be proud of yes, yeah and I thought well you know so starting with that central premise how do we then build out of it, out of it? and what and what are the commonalities within that that other people are going to be looking mm-hmm. for okay they need to feel appreciated they need to feel valued they need to be stretched they also need to be remunerated properly um, and they need to have choices all the time. Have choices. So again, anyone can ask off any piece of business at any time for any reason. In fact, they don't need a reason. And again, just feeling mm-hmm. that you're in charge of your exactly. own life, your own career,
2: just makes a difference in terms of the choices absolutely. that you make during the day. It absolutely does. I'm going to ask you what might be a tricky question. It might be like trying to choose between your children. have you which ones are your favorite clients or do you have a favorite client at the moment or one that sticks out in your career for a particular reason
1: gosh that is a bit of a tricky one um
2: or types of
1: clients it's it still kind of comes down to the individuals it's the people really you know fundamentally we're in a people business and we're we're taking thoughts and ideas and ambitions and direction and reshaping that and again communicating to other people Mm -hmm. and so for me the organisations where i've had an opportunity to 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 really make a difference you know to get under the skin to challenge not to not to be given a brief and then asked to trot off and deliver on it but to work through it together and 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 define what is needed and to continuously challenge that and then and then deliver on it is um is supremely important to me and i'm incredibly fortunate that i've got uh, there's a number of people that's popping into my head that <laughs> That I've, um, that I've had that opportunity to to work in that manner with. So that's been great. Um, and, you know, at Milk and Honey, again, we're incredibly fortunate that we've only been going for four years. So we've got an awful lot of clients that haven't been on board very much. But actually, 75% of our, of our clients are, are retained. Yeah. And, um, you know, knock on wood, we don't lose clients to go to other agencies on the whole. I think yeah. it was maybe two in the past that that's happened with. Which is which is again is great, and, and for every client that we've worked with for more than twelve months, for every client, bar one which we are currently in uh, in cycle of delivering, but we have won industry awards for the work that we've done, and that's mm-hmm. everything from banking through to baby monitors, through to food products, through to through to whiskey. Um, and what's exciting about that is it just it just for me it just reinforces how much the team get in underneath yes. the skin of what we're doing for our clients working together and creating something that's not that's not just about making a noise but it's about
2: making a difference absolutely would it would i be safe to say that by the sounds of it you don't have a blueprint for your clients of this is how you look after your reputation it sounds as though everything is very tailored to the client to the to the as in the individual the brand and the market and so on is is do you just you know, you said in the beginning of this interview that you only give each of your staff five clients to work on, which for people who are listening, who aren't aware of the marketing um, world, you know, that's quite rare for a boss to say because we, we, it, is, it is an industry where there are usually very long working hours where people are stretched across many different teams. Is that part of your plan to allow your team to really get in under the skin of that industry and that client and then tailor an answer for them? Very
1: much so. So we do have, so we do have certain frameworks um so um I, my first ever job was in an iso 9000 organization and that really instilled quality infrastructure into me and so and so whilst i'm i'm sounding like it's all kind of you know mm-hmm. free flowing there is a, there is a, there is there's a map okay right? so i'd like to think that we've got a lot of quality infrastructure in place so we we actually got our our cms which is a, a quality standard we were the youngest agency ever to get a, a cms of course yeah. we've got investors in people we actually got investors in people employer of the year last year which I was That's delighted right. by and of course there'll be core accreditation is another quote so I'd like to think of us having a map yeah. so that everybody knows how to do things so there's a specific way that we file there's a specific way that we sign that yeah. we sign off there's a specific um, kind of story mm-hmm. telling methodology that we utilize so that's it's kind of like so that gives yeah. people the roadmap but then we kind of then we share the destination so the goals of the clients what, what it is that we're trying to deliver
2: mm-hmm.
1: what the behavioral responses that we want in the different audiences how we want them to 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 react to feel to act mm-hmm. and then and then we kind of and then we work in teams to work out the most appropriate way to get there, and you know, and there are roadblocks that come along the way. She keeps the analogy going. It's and yeah. There's the roadblocks <laughs> that come along the way, and Love so, and, but if you know
2: where you're going, it's easy to yeah. work it. That is brilliant. So, who? So we talk, we've got talk, got a global audience here at Inspire Radio. Who do you want to speak to? Who do you want to invite to connect with you? Uh, what opportunities are there with Milk and Honey now and in future?
1: Oh, wonderful! Thank you. So, um, as I as I mentioned, we have in the in the last eighteen months or so been um, B Corp accredited, which means that we are holding ourselves to the highest possible standards in ethical, environmental, and social responsibility, and that's really really important to us. And um, and so we're doing more and more work there. So I've, we've actually just signed up to be B Corp ambassadors. Um, And there's some lobbying work that we're doing through B Corp to get some changes to UK legislation in terms of how businesses behave to, to better look after their teams, their ecosystems, of course, the environment and more broadly the planet. We've recently brought on a wonderful head of purpose and strategy. Mm -hmm. And um, and so the types of clients that we want to be working with are ambitious growth clients who, who um, are kind of, purpose-led brands they know what they stand for their values are important to them but they want to they want to kind of make a difference Um, and so that's those are the types of clients we want to work with and we work with clients globally so i kind of thought that if i set up in london i'll have lots of london-based clients not a bit of it we've got clients from 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 um chicago from atlanta
0: wow texas Mm -hmm.
1: From Sydney, obviously, um, from Sweden, from Norway, I mean, literally all, all over the place, which is wonderful. And when the work that we're doing is not just here in the UK, the UK obviously is a bit of a global hub for media. So it's it's easier to, and obviously, just because of our geographic nature, we can, we can we've got the whole world in one day, which is, yeah. which <laughs> is much easier. Um, as I say, we've got a team in, in Australia doing some excellent work mm-hmm. uh, we've got a team here in the uk it's no longer in london because they're actually all, all dispersed around the world everywhere. as well <laughs> <laughs> exactly um and then we're and then we've got a couple of people who are on the ground in north america and we're looking to build out our, our presence and our our um our ambition in, in that market as well so mm-hmm. yeah so if, if there's any if there's anybody listening thinking oh actually you know what I like to think that we're a very values driven organisation and I would love a comms partner that would better reflect that that we can explore purpose we can explore um, how we're a- attracting and communicating with new audiences yeah. then that would be that would be the, the absolute ideal brief and anybody that sits
2: in the sustainability or clean tech universe again is is particularly exciting. Brilliant. So, if there are any potential busy bees out there that need some milk and honey, you know where to get in touch. Thank you very much, Kirsty. Really lovely speaking to you.
1: You too. Thank you.
2: You're listening to Inspire Radio with me, Isabella, your host on the Your Business Journey slot. Have a lovely day. Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio. Inspire Radio. Too young, too old. It's
1: too hard. What's your excuse for not doing what you want to do? Looking to make a change? Inspirational coach Steve Twynum is here to help. For more information of how you can stop the excuses and make a change today, visit
0: stevetwynum.com. Be happy. Be inspired. Attention, please. Weird Healthspan would like to tell you something that quite possibly you didn't already know. Not all supplements are created equal. I know. Who'd have thought? We travel the entire globe to find the best ingredients for our vitamins and supplements. From the southern slopes of India for our turmeric to the cold, crisp seas of Greenland for our cod liver oil. Because that's the Healthspan way. Well, there you go. It's not every day you learn something new, is it? We're Healthspan. That's healthspan.co.uk. Vitamins and supplements. In store or direct to your door. Inspire Radio. Thank you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast. Maybe you would like to appear as a guest on the Inspire Radio. If you would, simply email inspire at inspireradio.co.uk. Check out our website as well, inspire at inspireradio.co.uk for all our programme schedules, presenter information and the latest podcasts where you can listen again check out our facebook page which is inspire radio uk once again a big thank you for you for taking the time out to listen to this podcast brought to you by the team at inspire radio copyright applies this This is inspire radio